now. <laughs> Wait, why am I frozen? Now we're freezing and I can't hear you. Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Laugh, Lend, and Eat with Madness and the one and only, my co-host, Bobby, from Homecoming Mortgage. Forgot hey. to tell everyone this company I'm in. It's fine. You know what it is? Round two. That's your thing? Got tell I got so thing. nervous because I was like, oh my God, we did the intro and now my everything froze up on me. I didn't realize you were replaying it. And so I was like, you, oh, this is what happens when you do you a round two. Did you learn how to do at your school or something? Did you go to like an intro school? I went to an etiquette school, don't don't you know? I'm the classiest bitch. Um, In New Jersey. I actually need to go to like- In New Jersey, school. there's an etiquette yeah. school. Hold on, stop the music. I'm Hold joking. On. Okay. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I needed see the noise. The sound effects are a bit distracting, eh? No, I just I I wanted to hear clearly about an etiquette school in based in North New Jersey. I was being sarcastic. See, you didn't oh. pick up on my joke now. Oh. Bobby was saying that I was too serious on the last episode, so I'm trying to come in here hot and heavy and sarcasm and ready to just talk about what a beautiful amazing incredible market we're we're in right now it is a good market what's wrong with the market i'm not being sarcastic on that what's one. wrong with the market madison i like having my phone not blow up <laughs> emails i'm waiting for that day to still i had like maybe two weeks of a little bit of slowdown in october but like Today, I can't. I'm ever. Everyone's on do not disturb for the next thirty minutes because I just need. Do you have a that much business bit. right now? I'm doing good. I told you October was my best month year to date. I just Beth, got an offer no, accepted. Whoa, what's this Beth month? <laughs> I know. I just had a little lisp on that one. I was hoping you wouldn't notice, but it was now. the best month. The best month. Beth, Beth <laughs> the best month ever. Now we're going to get hate mail from people who. <laughs> <laughs> you know it's going to happen, oh, man. You know it's going to happen. I know. Why, why do people get offended more often nowadays? Is your generation like more offended by people? Yeah, I was just seeing an article someone retweeted that um, was talking about how vegans want all the meat emojis removed because it's offensive. Really? That can't be true. Can't make it up. I mean, I mean, what are they going to do next? Like the cat lovers are going to say, get rid of all the dog emojis and the dog lovers are going to say, get rid of the cat emojis? But like, I mean, that's pretty much what it feels like sometimes. I feel like you have to walk on eggshells around a lot of people. I mean, it's got to be difficult being your age. Like, it I don't is. Think I, I, don't, I don't think I had this much to deal with. Like, just trying to figure out like what I wanted to be when I grew up. Yeah. And now no, everyone wants to be nothing. I feel like that. not even nothing. They just want to do nothing, though, Fob. They don't want to work. They don't want to do anything that has to do with their degree. They just want easy, quick money. What if they don't have a degree? They don't have a degree, then I feel like people that don't have a degree, honestly, I feel, in my opinion, I know a lot of successful people that don't have a degree. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I feel like people with a degree have this like entitlement that they, you know, because they 
got the degree. Some people say that this generation is the most entitled generation. Absolutely. So I was talking to Raquel Boris yesterday, and she's doing this event next this weekend, um, and it's for teenagers. But I was telling her that I do see a certain, in a certain age demographic, like especially like 22 and below, where I feel like they're actually smarter than us. They 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 think more they they think more pragmatic. They're they identify feelings and they're open to share those feelings. I feel like the emotional intelligence of younger generations is up. Um, maybe the intellectual intelligence though uh i don't know mm. so what would you there are have? Would you have somebody that's more emotionally intelligent or intellectually intelligent i think emotionally intelligent because okay. when you're well, emotionally you're intelligent you then you're in the right generation. you understand the yeah you understand the psychology of people why they do what they do why they act the way that they do why Have things are that, the way you know we, i think i think our generation we question things more we're just not okay with this is what it is black and white which I, I, in I, some I ways think my, is great I think, I think my generation accepted everything right we were definitely happy going and, and, and listen i mean think about it we we came out of college and you know or none of us some of us who didn't graduate college we still woke up and we had bill clinton for president for eight years and those eight years were glorious like the economy was great, housing was great, interest rates were going down. Consistency. And yeah, income was going up. I mean, so there was like this robust feeling that we all grew, kind of grew up in. Hope. And so I guess we didn't need to question things. Yeah. Yeah. And that's that's the unfortunate side of, you know, like that's where I'd say it's been beneficial and it's also been like, it's like a blessing and a curse where mm. in one end, you do start to question certain things and why, you know, and that's how innovation comes through, I think, you know, um, mm. or creativity in that regard of doing things differently or, you know, changing. But then at the same time, all the change and all the inconsistencies and the questioning things that shouldn't be questioned that really truly are black and white that they just can't comprehend, you know, mm. um, well, there, was a, there was an interesting article in uh, Yahoo Finance a few days ago that talked about the low-income consumers, that their savings that they amassed during COVID are all gone. And I know that in our last episode, you were talking about um, the people during COVID were saving more money or something like that. It was one of the comments I think you had made. But now, just Absolutely yesterday not. or two days ago... It, it, I did not make that comment. I feel the opposite. You feel the opposite. You feel like all the money's gone already. I feel like everyone, we've talked, you yeah, know, I have the complete opposite feeling. When they were giving out all that money and mm -hmm. pausing payments like mortgage forbearance, um, student loan forbearance, all of these things, deferred payments, you know, whatever the case, some people, not everyone, got smart and they invested in real estate and they, you know, they consolidated debt and did what they had to do and then other people just spent like no tomorrow and i feel like those are the people that missed out on the boat today and this is what we're seeing now it's mm. almost like the leftovers right now you're buying if you just literally haven't if you just got started and didn't finish through during the covid period 
or you're buying right now because it's a it's a necessity. But actually, more than a desire. It's not a bad time to buy right now. It's not a bad time to buy, but I'm just saying it's not so common to see as many first time home buyers right now as you are seeing people that are buying for this like second homes or they're upsizing, they're downsizing, they're using net proceeds from the sale of another house to be able to carry a large down payment. Mm -hmm. Um, That's what I'm noticing, at least over in North Jersey, where Q2, Q3, there was still a decent amount of first time home buyers right now. I don't have a lot of clients in business right now that's succeeding and getting offers accepted and things like that. That isn't putting a strong down payment or, you know, Mm. has had experience purchasing a home. And those are the people that have purchased a home before that aren't afraid to buy right now because they understand Mm. how the market and interest rates work and that they will be able to take advantage of a refinance in the future. Whereas someone that's just coming into all of this for the first time and they only have, you know, I just did a video this morning on the misconceptions and myth busting of mortgage facts that are thrown out there constantly. How did that go? How did that go? Not. I'm waiting for the edits to come back. It was. um, (laughs) I'm, as we know, um, unfiltered. (laughs) It's just I'm not good with doing things that are scripted. I feel like it's not in me. And anyone that kind of follows my pages, like my social media pages. I'm doing TikToks. I'm kind of being lighthearted and humorous with things, relatable. So when I stand there acting like the professional, educating others on something that's scripted, it's um not my strong, not my strong suit. Mm. So Madison, you texted me a yeah. email or a text message from a borrower, and uh, yes, I know we can't read it. Maybe you can. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't, I'm assuming you don't want to read it, but maybe you do. I'm not going to read. I, I'll. What is the word when they like? Paraphrase. Summarize. Paraphrase. Yeah, power. Summarize. This isn't. Yeah, this isn't word for word. Um, where is it? Okay. Um. So let's let's get the backdrop. Yeah, let's get the let's get the backdrop of this. This is a consumer. Who is trying this to is obtain a, a mortgage uh, from right? It's a consumer trying to obtain She's a mortgage. She's trying to obtain a second home. Okay. Second home. So they're so trying this, to purchase. This isn't, you know, it's home. going to be her primary residence. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's going to be her primary residence. Um, but it will be, she's still planning to carry a mortgage. So that's and first and, and foremost. Have they found Came a, to mortgage, me a few months ago? Have they found a house yet? Yes, but the houses that they found and the houses that they're sending me to run numbers, even though we've had multiple conversations about where they're pre-approved and like full breakdowns of everything, as everyone knows, I don't just keep things short and sweet. Um, So we've gone through everything multiple times and I have been sent multiple properties since that conversation a few weeks ago of things that are just astronomically outside of her budget. Um, mm. or qualification, I should say. Maybe her budget I mean, and her taste for things, out of their know, budget. Clearly, it's that isn't the issue. Astronomically out of their budget. That, that's like a low. over two hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. So like why would a realtor two hundred thousand so, dollars above so purchase just so price? Just so I can understand. Why would a realtor show somebody? Yeah. 
a house that's $200,000 over what they would qualify for? What's the logic in that? And obviously you don't know the well, answer because you're not doing it. I don't want to assume, Fabi. No, I don't want to assume, Fabi, but I can think of one of two things. Um, and I'm okay. I'm, I'm honestly okay to say this because it's not an individual that I've been wanting to and done any transactions with because there's been a lack thereof. But Sorry. yeah, um, long story short, this, this realtor obviously needs a paycheck. Need a paycheck and they're inexperienced. I'm just going to leave it at that. Inexperienced and needs and a paycheck. And they're more commission driven than client oriented have you so let me ask you a question and this you may or may not know this do you know how many transactions this particular realtor has closed in the last 12 months okay so obviously the audience may or may not hear your one finger growing up yeah one, one. so in 12 months they've closed one transaction and this is transaction number two right Okay. And they've so now, been now, now look, yeah. I think we've done a pretty good job of setting the stage mm-hmm. for your paraphrasing to begin. See, I, I want them to understand what you're seeing so they don't understand okay. they, they fully get um, the gist of this mm-hmm. paraphrase. Okay. All right. Can you hear me? Because you're going a little fuzzy. Um you you're are frozen. freezing you're freezing up a lot. But, you know, hey, I mean, we're this show on the madness side is always a little technical challenge, but we're going to walk through this. Yes, there you are with your handy dandy microphone. Yes. I got to get you. Okay. There you are. You just switch microphones with me. You switch microphones. We're going to get a new mic for season three. This this, this microphone is on its last leg. Um, Everyone always starts off with a microphone. We all started there. Okay, let's hear the paraphrase, Madness. Yeah, this is the starter pack, and we're not going to use this entire. We're going to actually burn us. All right. Nice. All right. So, long story short, they are confused, concerned, and upset with the pre-approval amount that I've given them, and they've taken the time to re-explore an income criteria that I've already evaluated and understood, um, and essentially there were a couple things that I needed from her and the realtor so that maybe there was some wiggle room to go up on the purchase price, meaning find Mm -hmm. out how much you can rent this current home. So I can see if it offsets your current mortgage payment. Um, Your student loans are no longer in forbearance. So what's the student loan payment? Cause here's what, how I have them calculated for this loan program and this loan program. Um, So basically I'm not sure what formula you were using to calculate my loan. I am enclosing a previous approval letter obtained back in June when I was looking for a property in another state, um, this was less than six months ago. And this was from another lender. So it wasn't a pre-approval that they had received six months ago from me. And even if it was from you, who, they, what, what difference would it But even if it was from you, I mean, what difference would that make if it's from you or from... I mean, I just pulled up the 10-year bond. Because, I mean, just, just, just so we can have clarity, in May 2nd, yeah. 2023... The ten-year bond was at three point four three. Today we're sitting nicely at four point six seven, recovering thirty bits from a few days ago. Uh, so that's like a hundred and twenty-seven bips difference between six months ago. 
Did you tell him this? Right. <laughs> and I only say that it, it, I, I just, well, I know we have actually a conversation. We have a call tomorrow, but um, I say that I wasn't the one giving the pre-approval because I feel as though the other lender was generous to begin with, even six months ago. Um, and that's where, you know, I was telling Fabi like, hey, like this, I forget what I said to you word for word, but again, paraphrasing what I said to Fabi the other day, I was like, this is the reality of what's happening right now, where yeah, I think you said people this is that the are harsh really eager and willing struggles, the harsh reality and struggles of affordability versus qualifying and home buying right now. Yeah. Such a poetic word. I mean, that's, that's I mean. So just so you, just just you know we re, we actually recorded you in that conversation after you read the email to me. I think this is what you sounded like. You hear that? I think that was, I think yeah. That's, I think that's pretty much sums up here. <laughs> Enough. <laughs> I told Bobby no more. Yeah, me literally. I'm going to start doing my TikTok. I'm just going to start doing, um, what is it called? <laughs> Voiceovers for Fabi's sound effects. <laughs> you know what you got to do? You should just send these effects back to the people that annoy you when they give you something like this. Just like... Yeah. That's literally how I feel, though. Like, literally, when I saw that email, and mind you, it was an 11 o'clock at night email, and like, I was sitting in bed and I saw it come through and I was just like, you should never open emails after 9 PM at night. It'll ruin your sleep. So here, and I don't want to make light of this. I don't. Yeah, no. And I don't want to make light of this. I don't want to make light of this. So I'm going to just kind of finish this thought process with this client particularly, because it's been happening to me. Like I told you before we got on this, like I've just been noticing that for a lot of different reasons, the clients are frustrated with, you know, inventory prices, their own personal finances and I'm just the easiest punching bag because I'm the yeah. one that's relaying I'm the messenger. I'm the one relaying the harsh realities and the harsh truths. Can I, can I ask you a question? I want I, I know you're on a, on a thing here, but have you been able to put this on a video? Um this like what? this rent like like record a rent on a video. I saw this TikTok recently where you're supposed to sit in your car with the music blasting and then you can just start ranting. I to think I have the perfect way. person for you to help you make a video. Yeah. Hi, Ginger Bell. Hello. Fluffy <laughs> <laughs> keeps surprising me with all these guests every week. <laughs> Hello. Hello. How you doing, buddy? <laughs> I'm awesome. How are you? How are you? I am good. It's so good to see you. I wonder how long he had you backstage listening to that rant. <laughs> All I know is I want to see the video. And what song? Oh, that's important. We have angry clients right now that are this frustrated is- with the market and their personal finances. So yeah. Ginger, the problem when we when we record episodes with Madison is the songs that I know were always like she before twenty years before she was born. Yep. <laughs> but still good songs. Yeah. It's still good songs. And I know some of them, but not not most of them. Yeah, I was thinking like maybe you put like all out of love by whatever that air supply group on it. Oh, that's <laughs> too mellow. No. You know what? I think we need to come up with a song list because you know, I mean it's it's one of those things. 
And I know that the viral TikToks that you're talking about where people sit in their car and do the whole, you know, ranting and things like that. And, you know, those, and I mean, we've had clients that have gone viral and, you know, different things that they've done, but quite honestly, the best thing you can do is just educate because when you feed into that frustration, you're doing the same thing that everyone else is doing and feeding into that. And yes, they're frustrated and, and we're all frustrated. I mean, it's, it's a very frustrating time right now. You know, prices are still high. Interest rates are high. Um, <laughs> everything's high. Find a Cheech and Chong song. Maybe that's why they legalized it before the inflation hit. <laughs> See, that's more our style, Bobby. So she needs to become DJ. We're going to have to be a DJ. So anyway, let me just make sure we everyone, the whole audience understands. We now have Ginger Bell, the founder of Edu Marketing, and uh, on our show at this time. I want to, I want to, I, I surprised Madison with her introduction, and I didn't do the proper justice for Ginger. And uh, welcome to the show, Ginger. Welcome Hello, to Madison, Madison. Thank you. Yeah, is, I love, I love your show. Actually, I think the last time that I was on your show, Bobby, we were talking about pizza, and it made me so hungry for pizza. And that's what I love about what you do with your show, with the Laugh, Land, and Eat, because it brings back those memories. It's like Delilah and her Taco Tuesday, right? Mm -hmm. It's like, I mean, what does that have to do with lending? Absolutely nothing. But um, she has become, she's become known for that. Yeah. And mm -hmm. she's used it to her advantage. And she's gotten to interview people and people remember that and they look for that. And so, she still stays tiny. And she still, I know, I don't I'm understand like, I eat all one. these tacos and still stay. I mean, I look at a taco and I gain like five pounds. It's like, I don't get this shit. I'm with you, Bobby. So unfair, so unfair, you know what I mean? So, Ginger, you, you specialize in helping loan officers. And I, and I and obviously, look, I, I, I'm just knowing the slice of Ginger Bell that I, I've come, right, that I know. I'm sure you do a lot more of the things, and I know that for a fact. But you're helping loan officers create videos, right? That's one and, of the things we do. Right. And get them out the door. Yeah. I mean, not just, you know, keep them on your phone or, you know, think about them or have a plan, but really be able to execute on it. And that's that's what we need right now. What we need right now is a whole lot of calm, a whole lot of education. And the best thing you can do right now is to provide that. And mm -hmm. to provide the answers. Don't feed into it. And and you know what? At those the the Videos that I see where it's like someone's complaining about, you know, their client and they're on the phone and it's like, what did you think if you did? It's like, okay, stop doing that. Just yeah. stop doing that. Yeah. I, um, I, was funny, I was recording an episode yesterday with Raquel Boris and, um, you know, Raquel, right? Mm -hmm. So she's like, we were talking about people making videos. I'm like, I'm not that good at making videos. And she goes, Fabi, are you crazy? You're, You're out crazy. there in the wild with your dog every Monday morning. I'm like, yeah, yeah that's right. I, and I totally don't even look at that as making a video. Yeah. Because it's And those are the best videos. I mean, those are some of the best videos. So, Madison, if you want to borrow Sammy for a walk in the wild, <laughs> well, we, could, we could use Walk in the Wild Side. I mean, that's one of my favorite songs, right? Walk, take a walk in the wild side. Maybe I could do that. Yeah, um, no, yeah. And I was telling Fabi before he came on the episode, like, I broke out of my comfort zone this morning because it's something that I know and I, I 
like literally it's in my head every day, like make a video, you know, like talk, like talk about this, do that. Like I have so much knowledge and things to spew out of me. Yeah. Um, but when you try and make it so pressure focused of like, oh, I'm making a video and it has to be perfect and it has to I have to talk about all these things. And that's where I lose my authenticity. So I'm trying to break out of my shell because it's a pain point where I know I've gotten very comfortable lip singing uh, for doing, you know, all the stuff with TikTok and I can come on a podcast and I can just spew information, you know, be asked questions, talk and have a conversation. And I and deal with my sound why effects. I can't do the same thing for video. Effects. Remember my sound effects. There it is, man. <laughs> hey, Madison. Woo, love you. He's been distracting me so badly with these freaking sound effects <laughs> for the last episode and a half. And I was like, no, cut them. Cut them. I, I can't focus. Yeah, Fabi is like having a squirrel's nest in your office. Yes. Like there's yes. a whole thing well, that. <laughs> First we're here, first we're there. I was actually thinking, Madison, do you understand like when you're on this podcast, right? And we're doing this these live yeah, this is video. Like you're making videos right now. Well, you're making clips. I mean, that's the whole thing. It's like we started producing, and I've used podcasts. I started doing podcasts when webinars were kind of, and we still do a lot of webinars too. But I love podcasts, and the reason I love podcasts is because you're having a conversation, and people do struggle. You know, before we had the videos, um, you know, way back when, probably. Maybe, I don't know what year you were born, but 2007 to really 2015 was my life in doing webinars, doing online learning management systems because mm -hmm. we had compliance and we had all this other kind of stuff. And I was um, out to dinner one night with a director of underwriting for a national wholesale lender. And we're just, we're talking about fraud. We're talking about all these different things. I'm like, oh my gosh, if someone could, if, if you could just share this information, you know, and sit, if somebody could sit down and have a conversation with you, just a cup of coffee, they had so much information. And I said, come on, let's start a webinar. He goes, I don't have time to do a slide deck. I don't have time. I said, I don't want to do that. I said, I, and this was before podcasts were a thing. I said, and, and I, I titled it, we did it once a month. I called it Coffee with Ralph. Hmm. And I, no slide deck at all. I gave him a list of topics. Okay, here's what I want to talk about this month. And he could do that because he didn't have to prepare because he right. had so much in here. And that's the powerful thing about podcasts. So you do podcasts like this, you put it into Munch or video, you pull a bunch of clips out. Those things are absolutely amazing. I mean, I can put a podcast in there and get 20 clips. Those are videos. And so yeah, think about those kind of things. But even if you're doing long form content, because so Madison, you're an educator. I mean, you really are. Yeah. And so try. no, you are. And, and, it, and I'm an educator too. And so as an educator, I always struggle because it's, I do the same thing. It's like, okay, I need to I want to get the message yes. out there, but it's like, how, and there's yeah. all this, you know, and I need to get it short. It's like, then do a long video. Yeah. Make sure you have points. So, you know, have your categories and guess what? Chat GPT makes it so easy to do things. Um, and then take that long video and cut it into shorter videos and put it out into social. That's what Carrie Vaynerchuk does. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like, so, you know, those, those are the kind what of things. Kyle Draper, I was literally just going to say, yeah, we had one of our co-hosts. 
Same thing. Content no compounding. Yeah. See? Yeah. I care about you. That's why I said, Ginger, we need your help. <laughs> I do. No, seriously. So I saw that text that you sent to me. All the things that we know, but it's like, those are the hardest things to do sometimes in business, right? Like it's like the simplest, yeah. like some people are petrified of making phone calls. Other mm -hmm. people are petrified of going face to face with someone. Right. Other people are afraid to come on a podcast or, you know, do video content and social media because it's outside their comfort zone or they right. don't know how to do it. So they're afraid of failure. And right. I feel like the cool thing with social media and all the things that we're doing for 2023 version of mortgage industries is organic. That's like kind of the beauty of TikTok even. It's not filtered and, you know, it's just people coming on there to talk about things that they want to talk or educate or. Yeah, and I mean, find, find what works for you. For some people, it's not TikTok. For some people, you know, it's not Instagram. For some, and interestingly enough, if you want to reach real estate agents, they're all on Facebook. Facebook. So, yeah. and and a lot in in your age group are now coming back to Facebook, mm -hmm. and we're starting to see that trend where they are coming back. But the one thing I will tell you that you need to have video content on, and that is YouTube. Mm. Because when you're only putting yourself on TikTok, when you're only putting yourself on Instagram, when you're only putting those things, you're not opening yourself up for the people that are searching. Yeah. And the people are searching on Google and on YouTube. And so whatever content you're doing, have a YouTube channel. You can do shorts on there. Shorts trend very well. And so that's the number one thing that I suggest is make sure you have a YouTube channel. Make sure you're putting content on it. Give yeah, a YouTube channel. You have a madness channel. Oh, my I God. Have, you know, I have, I have one. I just, guys, I've been slacking on like getting out of my own head. Didn't I, do an I intervention know a lot of people that come on our, yeah. Didn't I do an intervention with you last year with Steve Scallion? I, you, I've had multiple interventions on this show. <laughs> I feel like he's picking on you right now, Madison. <laughs> no, no, no. Last episode I picked on her. You should have seen the last episode. The poor girl wasn't going to lose it. She was about to walk out. She still came back. <laughs> so so here's the I thing. Was, here's then, the thing that he'd pick on me, and then before I could answer, he'd be boom, video noise. <laughs> to the next. <laughs> Are we frozen? No, no, you are, but you, no. you like occasionally you are. Yeah. Okay. So, so let's unpack this. So number one, you need to yeah. do video. Number two, you know, you can do video, right? So, so if I said, okay, Madison, I'm going to yes. give you a million dollars. If you will make a video, one video every single day for the next year, would you have a problem doing it? You would. Okay. So what's, what, what's holding you back? Because it's obviously not the, the motivation side of it. So me. what, what's of you? It's like the perfection part of it. Is it the perfection part of it? Is it the narrowing it down? I mean, what's your number one thing? I, Honestly, I mean, like, I'm obviously not afraid. I, I have all the social presences and things. Um, and I know, you know, from a marketing background, even that I need to use it. I think that it honestly just comes down to me 
fear I literally fearing others and like their judgment of what content we're talking okay. about but okay. at the same time that's a very okay. lame lame excuse yeah no it's not so it's, it, there's, no, that there's no there's no information that's just the dialogue right, you're having information yeah. right i mean that's yeah. that is just the dialogue you're having in your head that's it so i want you to replace that with the positive side. So the opposite side is the fear of not having the right content of not being. So it does go back to that perfection thing, right? Mm -hmm. And it's yeah. that perfection. It's the the fear of what pers you know people will perceive me as. And I want you to replace that with the opposite. So what would the opposite be? What would that look like? You create a video. What would the opposite feeling be of people don't like it? acceptance validation um all of the good feelings that everyone you know gratification yeah and making a difference and being able to educate and to do all these things so that's what i want you to focus on i want you to right. focus on the positive side and i want you to lean into that okay because that's what you have that's what you possess. You possess all of those things. And you know what? Occasionally you may put out a video that tanks. Who cares? Yeah. It's yeah. okay. It's and that, you know what? Well, I mean, no. You don't it, you, you, you leave it alone. You can go on to the next one. Yeah. Honestly, we <laughs> Yeah, well, I mean, the video production, and we started doing video production, and we work with a lot of clients who honestly have never shot a video in their life and have the same huge, I mean, almost debilitating fear. And so for them, we can get them past that, and then they don't want to watch it. So it's like, okay, so we edit it, we produce it, we post it, we do all it, so they don't have to watch it. But I do eventually make them come back, and we have a, a client. She's been in the industry for a long time, been a friend for a long time. Finally, she decided to start doing video and I hopped on camera with her. We coached her through what to say and everything. And she went back and watched them. She goes, they weren't that bad. I said, I told you, mm. you have the knowledge. If, if you sit down and have a conversation. So I want you to lean into that. That's what I want you to do. And I want you to promise when you have that negative side of it, I want you to pretend you're having a conversation with your other self. You're, I don't think you're a parent yet. You Normally, if you're a parent, I'll say, okay, what would you tell your kid? Yeah. And we tell them you're fantastic. You're awesome. What are you worried about? That's the conversation I want you to have with yourself. It's internal. Yeah. It truly is internal. Well, you could always yeah. say, what would, your, what, what would your parents say to you? Right. Yeah. Well, yeah. sometimes that's a little hard. I mean, no, no, because I, I, I probably her, wouldn't like that much. Her, her dad is amazing, or her stepdad, right? Uh, Joey yep. Bag of Donuts. His Joey name is he goes by Joey Bag of Donuts in North New Jersey, Ginger. How cool oh is that? Oh my gosh, I love it. How cool is that? You know, I love you know, it. Yeah. With him, yeah. He was like basically fawning over her. I mean, just God. I mean, crazy. Yeah. He's a good guy. So, so I'm going to have to hop because I have a call here to hop onto in a minute. But yeah, I want to thank, thank you so much Madison. You're going to see a lot more video from me, guys. I yeah. promise. Like, and I can't you know, really have free interventions now and not get clean, not get the help. <laughs>
<laughs> well, and I mean, set, let's set up a call. I would love to do a follow up call. Absolutely. Yeah. We need your generation educating, not just yeah. doing dance videos, but yeah. truly, truly educating. And you have that. You have that power. You are Thank strong. You. you are wise. And you're the one that's going to be leading us through the next 10, 20 years. And you'll be invited onto a podcast someday and you shall remember, I remember back when Fabi had me on this podcast and he kept inviting people on, but he pushed me. And so, yeah, yeah that's it. That's so, what I awesome. yeah. Love what you do. Thank you, Ginger Bell. See you, buddy. Bye. That was an appropriate sound effect, Fabi. See, there's an appropriate time. All right. Yeah. All right. See you, Ginger. <laughs> So anyway, see Madison, we're always trying to help you here. Always you are. To to the and next you know, the first thing team. that came to my mind real quick, real quick, I promise, um, was when you remember the first episode I ever did with you. And I was like thinking about it and I knew it was coming out the next day. And I was like, oh, my God, Fabi, delete it. I need to listen to it. <laughs> yes. And then I went through a phase where I did like kind of the same things. Like I would like, all right, I'm not going to listen to this episode. I think that that was like the worst episode ever. And then you would text me and be like, best episode ever. Or like you'd get like actually great reviews or whatever yeah. the case may be. So it's going to be the same hurdle. It's the same with this thing, goal. man. It's the same it's thing. thing. We've got so much the worst fear that you have, right? The worst is that I come up with a very funny sound like this. <laughs> that's like, the guy. and then we come on here and we laugh about right. what a failure that video right. is. But that's the whole thing. I mean, that's the, like I can't tell. Like sometimes I think, like you know, I make those videos with Sammy, right? And Kel and I were talking about this, and Jen, yeah. just met, right? And there's some days where I'm sitting, I'm, I'm walking with Sammy, I record this video, I'm like, oh my god, this is gonna be amazing. And I'll get like 13 views. Yeah. Like, really? And then I'll make and a video like, trying... oh, it's fine. And it's like 1,413. It's crazy. And I'm like, okay, I, I, there's no way to predict it. The catch is just keep making it. I know. But I will say one thing. Just post it, Kyle Draper. No, no, no. I think the other thing is, is that find it in a, do like for me, walking with Sammy, give me that like security blanket. It has to be me. It can't be. Yeah, so I, like I was behind yeah. a green screen this morning and I was like, no, don't do that. Don't do that. Yeah, do wherever you're comfortable. Do it at a donut shop. Do it at a, at a drive through. Do it wherever you're most comfortable. That's where you turn the camera on. Probably, yeah, the car, I'd say. Yeah. That's where all the madness thoughts start brewing. <laughs> and then I get home and I'm texting everyone about yeah. podcast look, ideas and whatever. This is good. This was good. You know it was mean? great. I so needed it. We we did it, and uh, we surprised you with it. It was something that I wasn't sure I was going to be able to pull off or not, but Ginger accommodated oh, us. Oh, you, you, I thought it was going to be JP again. you <laughs> 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 like, who can help with video? And I'm like, yeah, help me. My whole screen is blurry right now, and everyone keeps freezing. <laughs> well, look, man, this was a good episode. I think we, we got, got you a nugget. We got your we right music playing. Right? We got the right music playing. Obviously, we're coming up to the end of season two of Laugh, Let, and Eat Madness. This is like one of the final episodes. God. This is going to be like Good Madness point. Grows Up season two. Madness Grows yeah, no, Up. Next, God, next season, you guys are going to see me. I'm going to be freaking influencer with these like viral videos, you know, <laughs> just living my best life. All right, buddy. Well, you know what you got to say now, right? Um, 
Thanks. And we can't say JP wrap it up because JP's not here. So hi everyone. He is? JP. JP. JP wrap it up. Are we still recording?